Welcome to the Thrive Forever Fit Show, the podcast that's here to ignite your potential and guide you on a journey towards living your best life. I'm your host, Jay Nixon, and I'm thrilled to have you with us today. On this show, we're passionate about one thing, and that's helping you reach your full potential, whether that's in your health and fitness, relationships, career, or personal growth. We're here to provide you with tools, strategies, and inspiration to thrive in every aspect of your life. Each episode will dive deep into topics that matter most, featuring insightful interviews with experts, thought leaders, and individuals who've achieved extraordinary success. Together, we're gonna to explore powerful mindset shifts, nutrition and fitness strategies, effective goal setting, mindfulness techniques, and much, much more. We'll break down the barriers that hold you back and help you build resilience, focus, and unwavering determination. So if you're ready to unleash your potential, and embark on a transformative journey, this podcast is for you. It's time to embrace your inner fire, tap into your limitless capabilities, and make every day an opportunity for growth and self-improvement. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and empowered to live the life you've always dreamed of. The Thrive Forever Fit Show is here to support you every step of the way. Let's dive in. Before we dive into the show, I want to take a quick moment to talk about the sponsor of this episode. It is very dear and near and close to my heart because it is Lori's company, Spa Star. If you ever had the opportunity to watch someone create something from a thought or a vision and make this magical thing actually come to life, well, then you'll know why I'm so extremely proud of her and why I'm so excited to have her sponsoring the Thrive Forever Fit Show. If you've listened to my podcast, then you probably heard her on episode 259. If you haven't heard that, I would go listen to episode 259 as soon as you finish this episode. She talks about the story of, of how she created it, the, the adversity she overcame, the challenges that she worked through, and just the inspirational story that I know you're absolutely going to love. But what Spa Star is, it's, it's a, a luxury wrap. And it was created as a, a spa wrap for people who were getting beauty treatments. But what we found out is it is a piece for everyday life. People are wearing it as swimsuit cover-ups, uh, resort wear, just to get ready in the mornings or for that special event. It is the most unique piece. And I've actually, I've actually worn this thing several times. I was the actual first model for this. Maybe I'll show you guys some photos of that, Fred, when the time is right. But it is such a cool creation called the Get Ready Wrap by Spa Star. And because you're a listener, you get 15% off today because you support me. So just go to spastar.net, spastar.net, the word spa, the word star.net. And at the checkout, enter Thrive15, T-H-R-I-V-E 15, and you're going to get 15% off of your Get Ready Wrap. So many of my clients already have these and absolutely love them. We're selling them all over the country and all over the world, for that matter, to high-end luxury spas and to people just like you that are using them inside of their own homes. They're traveling with them. They're using them at the pool. It's so really just unbelievably cool to see it and witness. And I'm so blessed to be a part of it. And I'm so blessed to have Lori actually sponsoring my podcast, which I think is really, really cool. So go check out Spa Star. I know you're going to love it. It is the coolest thing ever. And guys, this isn't just for ladies. This is one of the coolest gifts you could get 
your any female in your life for that matter. If Lori hadn't have created it, I would buy them for her as a gift to show her my love and appreciation. So dudes, if you're listening and you need to get a gift for your significant other or some special person in your life, go to spastar.net, grab a get ready wrap. There's all kinds of colors. There's black, there's sage, there's a berry color. There's a, um, gosh, I just went blank. There's a kind of a greeny kind of avocado-y color. Really cool. You're definitely going to love these, I promise. So go to spastar.net, check it out, support Lori. And Lori, thank you for sponsoring the show. All right, let's get to the action. All right, today's episode is all about people that you cannot trust. Now, you're listening to this show today for a couple of reasons. You want to find out, well, who are these people, which is legitimate. You want to find out, am I one of these people? Both might be true, right? You might be listening for a variety of reasons, and it's a little bit... I mean, some of you guys are going to think this podcast is funny, which it is absolutely supposed to be, but there's some real validity to what I'm about to say about these types of people, more so than types is these particular activities that people do, that if they if they are one of these, then you cannot trust them. And what I mean by that is I have a really high standard of ethics and a code of conduct that I require for myself and for the people that I allow into my life for personal relationships, business relationships, you name it. So here's the deal. If you're one of these people, you're going to get upset at first, but think about it and then understand the rationale between behind why I'm telling you that these people aren't trustworthy and then maybe make a few corrections. Now, you don't have to tell me if you are, if you want to, and you want to get upset or anything like that. I'm always interested in some funny banter, so knock yourself out. So if you are one of these people, my suggestion is correct it. If you are surrounding yourself with people, if you actually watch people do these things that are in your life, then you need to have a conversation with them and then be really aware of the types of people that you are associating with. So some of you guys are thinking, well, how is this impactful? So here's, here's my belief system around this, is that you will never out-index, meaning you'll never outgrow, you'll never outperform, you'll never out-earn, you'll never out-love, you'll never out-anything. Your peer group, the people that you surround yourself with, the people that you allow to have influence over your life. And so because of that, I am really critical of auditing my inputs, auditing my circle of success. So today is a simple audit that, again, you might find a little humorous, but there's some seriousness seriousness to it on the other side. So let's just jump in. Hopefully your hand doesn't go up or your eyebrow doesn't go up when I talk about the types of people you can't trust. I'm going to list five different um, activities that tell me that you're probably not a trustworthy person. So here we go. And remember, they're simply my opinions. Nothing worth getting upset about. If you get upset about these things, it's probably because it triggered an emotion in you that you know that I'm probably right. And it's something that you need to work on and or correct. So number one of the people that you absolutely cannot trust is people who don't pick up their dog shit. Nothing drives me crazier than to walk around the neighborhood, to walk around the park, 
to go anywhere and watch people not pick up their dog shit. Like literally just leave piles of dog shit on the sidewalk, even in the grass, like pick it up. Like we live in a world today where there are little bags everywhere. If you go to the park near my house, there are probably 10 little things that have dog poop bags in them and a receptacle to put your dog poop in after you pick it up. And you can also get those tiny little dog poop bags that we have for Rudy on this little thing that goes on your key, on your leash. And you have those with you 24 seven, 365. There's always a way to pick up after your dog. Now let's talk about why this is somebody you might not be able to trust, not might not be able to trust somebody I would never trust. First of all, it shows a high level of disrespect, just disrespect for the world in and of itself, that this person is too busy or can't be bothered to pick up their dog's doo-doo. Like that to me is a person with a personality disorder that leads them to believe that they are above certain things. So I don't care if you have a Shih Tzu, a Poodle, a Chihuahua or a Great Dane, pick up your dog's shit. Nobody wants to, I won't even let Rudy, if we're walking around the neighborhood and Rudy tries to go in somebody else's yard and take a shit, I won't even let him do that. I won't even let him take a piss in our, my neighbor's yards because I'm respectful of my neighbors. They didn't ask for, hey, have your dog come over and piss and shit in my yard. Nobody wants that. So I don't even let Rudy do that. Even though if he did or he does poop on our walk, I pick it up immediately. Never have I left his crap anywhere for somebody else to have to pick up after me. We are not little, even if you're a little kid, teach your kids to pick up their shit. Therefore, they'll pick up their dog shit. It is absolutely unnecessary for anybody else to have to pick up after you. So these are one of the people that I just absolutely cannot tolerate, absolutely will not trust. I wouldn't do business. If you, if Let me tell you this. If we were on a business, let's just say we were in a business transaction, we were about to do a business deal and we just happened to be walking our dogs and you let your dog take a shit and you didn't pick it up, I would not do business with you. Seriously, I would not do business with you because if you are that lazy and that entitled, you will screw me over in a business deal. Same goes for a relationship. If I, if I wasn't with Lori and I was in the dating scene, which God, I could not even imagine that. And I was on a date and this, and, and, and the, she had her dog out and it's, you know, Coco's walking around, Coco takes a shit and she doesn't pick up Coco's shit. We are no longer even in, have the potential of dating because I can't be around that level of laziness and entitlement. So there's all kinds of reasons why it's just absolutely unacceptable. Let me move on to the second thing. You guys have heard me talk about this before. I've done an entire podcast on it. And it's people who don't put their shopping cart back at the grocery store. Absolutely drives me insane. Here's, here's, here's the reason why. By you not returning your shopping cart, you are just absolutely inconveniencing somebody else. Meaning you think you, your time, your effort is more important than somebody else. And so by you leaving your cart in the, in the parking lot, in a space, up on the grass, anywhere and everywhere, but where it's supposed to go shows a level of entitlement that I just cannot tolerate. It shows a level of laziness that I just cannot be around. And the same thing goes for the dog poop. 
I would not. If I saw somebody that was in my life not put their shopping cart back, we would have a serious conversation about their level of laziness. It is absolutely intolerable. I have watched people. I go to three different grocery stores every Friday. It's our Lori and I's grocery store day. So I get a great dichotomy of different grocery stores around where I live. I have watched people in some of these, most, most parking lots now have the receptacles where you can just walk probably anywhere from five to 50 feet and put the cart back. You don't even have to take it back in the store anymore like you used to have to do in the old days. But I hear you can bet your ass this. When my mom and I used to go to the grocery store when I was a kid in Cisco, Texas, every time we unloaded that cart, I was taking that bad boy back into the store and putting it exactly back where I got it. So I've been doing this since I was a wee little dude. And it was because of the standards that were instilled in me by my mother. So we just got to be better. But now you don't even have to do that. You can literally walk five to 15 to 20 feet and put it back in these little receptacles in the parking lot. People won't even do that. I watched somebody the other day, put the they were parked, they loaded their car, and they left the shopping cart in the empty parking space next to their car. And literally three spots over was one of the receptacles that they could have put it back in. Blew my mind, like literally lost my mind. Lori was like, what are you doing? I'm like, that's, I said, that joker is not gonna put their cart back. She's like, you don't work here. I'm like, I work everywhere. And anyway, no, I, I didn't say that. But it just drives me insane. But I had to watch it just from a, a psychological like study perspective on the level of laziness. It was unbelievable. So these people you can't trust. If you won't even put your own cart back, how can I trust you to be a part of my life? How can I trust you to do anything you're supposed to do? How can I trust you to do the little things? That's so simple. If you can't put your cart back, what else are you not doing? I guarantee these are two of the same people, two peas in a pod, people who don't pick up their dog's poop and people who don't put their shopping cart back. I bet you the same are the same damn people. Can't be trusted, won't tolerate it, can't tolerate it. You shouldn't tolerate it. And if you're one of these people, stop it, stop it, stop it. You, you have to, it's ridiculous. That level of laziness is crazy. That level of entitlement is crazy. You cannot be that entitled and you cannot be that lazy. And if you are, you cannot be tolerated. You cannot be part of a successful circle with anybody. I guarantee you the most successful people in the world are not allowing their dogs to crap everywhere and not pick it up and are not leaving their shopping. Some of you guys, well, that's because they don't go to the grocery store. But if they did, they're going to put their shit up. Or at least they're going to pay somebody else to do it. If you're too lazy, you know what I might start? I might start sitting in the parking lot and get people to pay me to take their cart back. I might even be able to quit my job. That's how lazy people are. A dollar a cart. I bet I'd make $1,000 a day. That's how lazy people are. It's ridiculous. Be better. Number three. Now, some of you guys don't go to big box gyms or anything of that nature. But if you go to a big box gym, what I mean by big box is like the massive giant gyms. People who don't re-rack their weights drive me insane. And there's a, there's a variety of reasons for this. A lot of them are the same as the people who don't pick up the poop, people who don't put the shopping cart back. There's a level of entitlement. There's a level of laziness. And, and that's crazy too, right? You're at the gym and you're not gonna take the weights off the bar or take the weight back to where you got it from. 
Like that's insane. That's actually part of the workout. Like you're actually going to burn some more calories, build some more muscle. So it's so counterintuitive that it blows my mind, but I see it all the time. I watch people literally leave weights on the leg press, the bench press, the Smith machine. They don't put their dumbbells back. Even if they do put their dumbbells back, they don't put them back where they got them. They put them back in the wrong um, contain. It's unbelievable the level of laziness and entitlement. It goes right along with the two, the two things I've already mentioned. But this one is even crazier because think about it. I want you to pause. You're at the gym. You're working out, which working out means picking things up and putting things down. And you won't take the weights off of the bar or the or the machine or whatever it is that you put on there. It's mind blowing. And here and here's why it sucks, because not everybody in the gym can take those weights off of the machine that you put them on. Some of the bars are too high for certain people. Some of the weights are too heavy for certain people. So it just blows my brain to think that you're that lazy and that entitled that you can't think about the person coming after you might not be able to get those weights off of that bar. They might not be able to pick that weight up. It might be too high for them. It may be too heavy for them. It might be somebody's grandma and they're trying to get a great workout in, but you've actually, your, your laziness has made her workout more dangerous because she's got to do the work that you didn't do. Like, I can't trust people that don't do that. It goes back to all the things I've already talked about. It's a level of narcissism and a level of entitlement and a level of laziness that is just absolutely mind-blowing. So if you're one of these people, no matter where you work out, a hotel gym, a big box gym, a private gym, pick up after yourself. Like we think we are so freaking special that our dog's poop doesn't have to get picked up. That there's some kind of fairy that's just going to fly around and all of a sudden magically pick up your dog's crap. That these shopping carts are going to miraculously, like, well, somebody in the store will come get the cart. You know what? They got other shit to do. And yes, they'll come get it because they have to because you made their job more difficult. What if somebody came to your job and just started messing with stuff that didn't need to be messed with? putting things where they didn't need to be put so you had to go get them and put them back, leaving the door open, leaving the window open, unplugging your computer, hiding your cell phone. It's the same thing. You'd lose your mind. You would lose your mind if somebody did that at your job, but you're willing to inconvenience somebody else. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You got to be better. The next one is this. This one's kind of gross. But I see it everywhere. And I've even heard that it happens in, in, in the women's restroom as well. People who pee on the floor or the lid and don't clean it up. Nobody is asking you to be a perfect shot 24-7, 365. Sometimes you might get a little wild and crazy. And I've actually heard that women's restrooms can be just as disgusting as men's. But every time I go into a men's restroom, a public restroom, there is pee all over the floor. There's pee all over everything, pee all over the lid of the, of the toilets. It is unbelievable. A restaurant, like everywhere, it's, we are so gross. If I, and like I said, this one's a little gross. If I accidentally pee on the lid or pee where I'm not supposed to pee, I will get tissues and clean it up because it's nobody else's job to clean up my gross mess. It's absolutely disgusting. Disgusting. 
I mean, I was, I was just, I'm deba- I was debating, like, do I tell the story? Should I tell the story? You gonna tell the story? I'm gonna tell the story. Not too long ago, Lori and I, we were at a, we were at a convention. It was a public place, a public restroom. I went in to use the restroom at the urinal. And for those of you guys that haven't been in a men's restroom, it's just like all these urinals are kind of lined up on the wall, and there's usually a little divider between the two if it's a, uh, if it's a place of any kind of a standard at all. As I'm walking up to to my urinal, my my designated spot. The guy in the urinal that was going to be next to me starts peeing on the floor on my where I would have been standing in like 10 to 15 seconds if I hadn't seen it. And literally for 30 seconds, peed all over the floor, zipped up and just walked out the door. I just stared at him like, you are one of the most, you are one of the grossest people I've ever seen in my entire life. Like somebody has to clean that up. That is absolutely disgusting. Like, would you go to your friend's house and pee on the floor? My guess is probably. If you'll pee on the floor anywhere, you'll pee on the floor everywhere. I mean, it's just such a vile trait and and such a level of disrespect that it just blows my brain. I'm going to get off of this one because it's so, there's nowhere else to go because it's such a high level of, of grossness and and just disgust, clean up after yourself. And then lastly, people that I cannot, I can't mess with. I can't trust them. I can't work with them. I can't be friends with them. I can't talk to them. I can't be around them. Are people who are rude to people that are in service. What I mean by that is to a server at a restaurant, to a flight attendant, to a customer service agent, to a service provider, to you, I mean, you're getting the gist of it, to a cashier, to somebody working at a, at a grocery store, somebody working at a, at a re- I, I won't tolerate it. Absolutely won't tolerate it. I will, like, again, if I'm at a business arrangement and, and somebody that I'm with, somebody at the table is rude to, a, to the wait staff or anybody for that matter, I will absolutely not do business with that person. If I saw somebody that was in my life that was like a, sp- a friend be rude to wait staff, we would have a serious conversation. I wouldn't just overlook it and say, oh, he's having a bad day or she's having a bad day. You don't get to have bad days and treat people like crap. Like we got to be better. And so that's one of my massive pet peeves and should be yours as well. If you're hanging around people who are, are you allowed to be rude to anybody that is of service to you, then there's a problem. That is a level of of narcissistic personality disorder like I've never seen before, like this power trip crap. And I just will not tolerate it, can't be tolerated. And you shouldn't tolerate it either. So let's let's just recap. And I'm not going to go through all five things again, because these are pretty self-explanatory. The reason I wanted to do this podcast is I think it's so vital and I think it's so important. If you're really looking to live a high quality, high value, high abundance level of life, that the little things matter. Picking up your dog's crap matters. Taking your shopping cart back matters. Reracking your weight matters. Cleaning up after yourself matters. Being kind and awesome to people matters. Those things are just, those are just staple benchmarks of the minimum standard. These are what I've talked about today, guys, are minimum standards of humanity, minimum standards of, of, of just doing the right thing. So many of us have gotten away from just doing the right thing, the little thing, the minimum standard. 
that we think it's okay to inconvenience somebody else. And here, and there's some, there's people try to justify these things. Well, nobody else put their cart back. Well, that's all the more reason why you should put all the carts back. If there's a cart near you, the next time you're at the grocery store, get it, put it back. If you're picking up your dog's crap and somebody else left their dog's crap there, pick it up. If you're at the gym and you see somebody, I will go around and unrack away. I was just at, I was in a resort not too long ago, a wellness resort, beautiful place. And I watched a guy leave and leave his weights on the Smith machine. And I didn't immediately do it because I'm like, surely he's going to come back. Surely he's going to come back. And when he didn't come back, by the time I was finished, I went around and picked up all of his crap. And I did that for a couple of reasons, right? I didn't tell anybody like, hey, I just went, I didn't tell the people who worked there. Nothing. I just did it because I didn't want somebody else to have to have their day inconvenienced by somebody's laziness. So I will, I will re-rack the weights if I see them at a gym, at a resort, at a hotel, anywhere, because it's, I just, it's just the right thing to do. Now, the cleaning up other people's pee, I mean, usually what I will do is this. I will usually go and I will find um, somebody that works at the establishment, and I will say, hey, listen, I just wanted to bring this to your attention. The, the bathroom is an absolute disaster. I feel horrible. Um, that you have that you're you're part of the 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 business that has to clean this up, but I just want to let you know. So for sanitary purposes and like you know, nobody. I mean like you know the the vileness of that. I usually don't pick up other people's pee, pee or poop. I mean it's just kind of one of my things. But I do go and say something to the people that are there, and I apologize for the people that did it, even though it wasn't me. That's just a weird trait that I have. And then as far as being rude to to people that are trying to serve you right? It's just, it's just an intolerable, it's just an intolerable act. Be overly kind to people, like regardless of what mood you're in or what's happened to you or, or any of that fact, like be kind to everybody. And just, these are just the minimum standards of life, guys. These are the minimum standards of just being a high quality human. Be, because here, here's, here's the belief system. Here's my belief system. If you can't do these things, you're never going to be able to do the big things. You're never going to be able to handle the big adversities, the big inconveniences, right? Is it inconvenient to take your shopping cart back? Not really, but some people think it is. But if that's inconvenient for you, what are you going to do when something really serious happens? Are you going to do the right thing? Or are you going to do the easy thing? These people will do the easy thing. These people will take the shortcut. These people will take the easy way out. These people will shortcut everything. You don't want shortcut people in your life. You don't want people looking for the easy route. You want to surround yourself with people who are willing to do the things that are that are that most people deem inconvenient. Because the right thing to do is always the right thing to do. It's just bottom line, period. And like I said, these are minimum standards. These aren't high level things. I mean, we're we're talking about like picking up after yourself, being clean being courteous, being kind, like the minimum standards of what we should have learned in like kindergarten. But as adults, we're still struggling with some of these. So if you're doing any of these things, just stop, right? Just be better. Just, just make it a new standard for yourself that, listen, I'm no longer going to do that. I'm no longer going to inconvenience somebody else because of my laziness. If you're not doing these things, but somebody in your life is and you're witnessing it and not saying anything, 
you're just as guilty as they are. Have a conversation, be like, hey, let's be better. Like, let's not inconvenience other people because we find things to be moderately inconvenient. Let's just do the right thing, even when even when the right thing isn't the thing that we necessarily quote unquote want to do at that time, right? And if you aren't somebody, if you don't do any of these things, hats off to you. Thank you for upholding the minimum standard of humanity. And thank you for just being a great human. Like just being a great solid human for doing the little things. Cause I can promise you, if you're if you're not doing any of these things, if you do pick up your dog's poop, you take your cart back, you re-rack your weights, you don't pee and poop everywhere and have somebody else clean it up. You're kind and awesome and and generous to people that are of service. I mean, hats off. You're 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 one of the 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 few that are that are willing to do the right thing because your standards are at a high level. So moral of the story. Elevate your standards, raise the standards of those people around you, and don't be somebody that other people can't trust. Uh, trust is one of the most important things that we as humans have. And it's a it's it's not something that you can touch or feel, but it's something that you know is there. And these are just minimum standards. If people can't do the minimum, they'll never be able to do the maximum. And you want to be able to trust the people in your life with the maximum. So be awesome, guys. Do these little things. Be awesome to yourself. Be awesome to each other. Keep the standard high. Be a great human. And I appreciate you. And I love you. And I hope you're having an awesome day. I hope that you find a you found a little bit of humor in today's show, but you also found a little bit of context that says, you know what? We do need to up the standard. We do need to be a little bit better. And that will trickle into every aspect of our lives. If you know if we're doing the little things, we're gonna be we're gonna be happier. Which if we're happier, we're gonna be healthier. If we're healthier, we're gonna be more abundant. We're gonna do better for the world, and that's really what we need to be here to do is to to be a beacon of of goodness and awesomeness for the world. So that's my wish. That's my hope. And I'll see you guys here next year with another. I mean, <laughs> next year, next week with another episode. All right. See you in a bit. Bye. Hey, before you go, I'd just like to say thank you again for listening to the Thrive Forever Fit podcast and watching on YouTube. It means the absolute world to me. And if you would, if you would do me one favor, and that is simply subscribe and review this podcast on whatever platform it is that you enjoy it on, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, doesn't matter. I would absolutely be so grateful and so thankful if you do that for me. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you again next week with an awesome, awesome episode. Bye.